What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Awkward Tea Party. We honestly didn't think we were going to come up with an episode this week because my internet's been terrible, but we'll talk about it after we hit the intro. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Beep. <laughs> Alright, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Awkward Tea Party. As I mentioned that uh, my internet's been on the fritz. I can somehow successfully stream, but not video chat, and not, and it takes like forever just for like a 50 megabyte file to be uploaded and that's kind of frustrating when it comes to try to share training videos to your team or send videos to your clients mm. but uh yeah somehow we made it work maxine was super clutch maxine clutch talioni <laughs> my experience is that she's always been clutch somehow figuring out a last minute solution when i have no solution even for my eyes and they're dry so my god (laughs) contacts wearers Um, (laughs) chronic dry eye people where are you at it's me i'm I'm so used to trying to like troubleshoot things on my end to make sure things are working on my end because i like trying to take that responsibility because i don't know that many people that have technical knowledge in a sense and trying to do these sort of things but i think max and i have done this enough to where we can figure things out and yeah. Right. The way we're doing this right now. And this is ain't rocket science. It isn't. But the amount of laziness people have is just mind blowing. Fair. But <laughs> yeah, the way we're doing it right now is because we're doing a Zoom meeting right now through my phone using my 4G data, and and it's 5G. I'm recording uh, coronavirus. Uh, and oh yeah, <laughs> and sorry. So we used to the old one, uh, and then we're recording this separately on Audition, and this is some crazy like making it work figuring it out because we were like man we're gonna miss an episode we're gonna miss a week and we've been going a i year think strong. some podcasts are doing this too though one of the other ones i listen to um dungeons and daddies i think what they're all doing is i think they all have like their own like you know super nice high-end podcasting equipment because they all s- still sound super nice mm-hmm. so they all probably have like really good mics at their houses in their own homes and they're all in just zoomings just yeah. doing episodes. I think, Which is I think what we're doing like right the, now. The, I did a Zoom podcast through Temper Tantrum because I know none of them have audition. None <laughs> of them have our style of headset. So I just had to let go of the idea of, you know, crispy audio. Good uh, video. Clean, no, yeah, good video, no background noise. And the thing is, like, so many of these video podcasts are literally that. Yeah. So you want to start doing video podcasts? No. <laughs> I have standards for my face. Yes, she has uh, a very high standard of when she's okay to do video. She she has to tell me when two inches of makeup minimum. <laughs> so seeing her is uh, once in a blue moon gift for you guys. Oh my God! But I <laughs> but I get to see it every day because she's my waifu. The fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Just I feel like there's been a lot happening and not happening. Because yeah. it's like you we're both at home, but at the same time the world is just I feel like well, the world is happening. Side of, especially our our side of the world, I feel like is just fucking <laughs> Shit getting worse. Well, actually, no, it's not. Because <laughs> we were talking well, yeah. about this earlier, you know. Because I I was saying that, you know, watching American news and like seeing it on social media and and all that. And then watching Filipino news and seeing all that on social media. Literally, oh it's literally the exact same news. Someone just changed the channel. Because a couple of days ago, there was a very peaceful protest, a march, 
led by a lot of LGBTQ plus groups in the Philippines protesting against what? Police violence. And they were all very, it was peaceful. It was a march. They were just, you know, they were chanting. It was way more clever than the ones that the Americans had. <laughs> but I can't explain it to you because it's super it's conversational and it doesn't really translate. It's just, it's layers on layers on layers. So if you're a Filipino listener, please let us know so I can tell you what it is and we can make fun of it and make fun of Emory for not knowing. <laughs> what, what are they saying? Just okay. Like, like, so I don't need so most, most Filipino protests, like, you know, like it's um, when they like march, they say something, maki baka, meaning like participate yeah. or help out. But because they're all mostly gay and very effeminate gay men, they say maki beki. In the Philippines, beki is like slang, like gay slang for bakla. Oh. Maki beki. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, now I get it. Anyway. Okay, Because in, in America, beki is just a young white girl. Yeah. With allegedly good hair. Anyway, allegedly. So, yeah. So, you know, they all had this march. They were all properly socially distanced, like a meter apart, masks and everything. And then... A, a meter? What's that? <laughs> Americans. They're like a meter apart. That's like three feet. <laughs> you see those memes where it's like, you know, like the length of, you know, of the Statue of Liberty is about this many football fields. And so I was like, man, Americans will go, will go a million and ten routes just to avoid using metric. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and then you end up going to culinary school. You end up, you know, taking a career in science where there's actually like measuring going on and everything's in metric. <laughs> or, or, or people who are drug dealers. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. So, you know, everybody's all like observing physical distancing and everything. And then, huh, surprise, surprise, police show up in full riot gear. Oh, my God. I'm like... This looks familiar. And I was telling this to a friend of mine. I'm like, does this look familiar to you? And they're like, yeah. Where did this happen? New York? L.A.? No. Manila. Shit. The thing is, they were trying to get them on the grounds that they were violating the whatever for, you know, physical distancing. And it's like, they weren't until you backed them into a corner. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then when they were arresting people wrongfully they were stuffing them into these tiny ass vans you know next to each other on top of each other it's like the people in power are doing everything in like every which way to just try to go around actually handling the issue that they want solved yeah and then so even annoying. even like you know like over here too like with you know that street leading up to the white house being renamed Black Lives Matter Plaza, all these other streets that are painted Black Lives Matter, blah, blah, blah. That's cute and all, but nothing's changed. Yeah. And then, like, there's, you know, episodes of TV shows getting pulled, voice actors stepping away from white voice actors, stepping down from their roles uh, as biracial cartoon characters, which, again, cute gesture, cool, but we didn't ask for this. I mean, okay, okay, I cannot speak for them, but I'm seeing a lot of people that are like, well, that's cute, but um, arrest the cops that murdered Breonna Taylor, 
arrest the cops and murdered Elijah McCain kneeling in your freaking kente cloths are you fucking kidding me Nancy Pelosi oh no Bra- oh, what do you call it? Brandon in the temper tantrums uh, throwing tantrum podcast uh-huh. that was actually a, a gift from the black caucus okay so, the kente cloths was, okay so a lot of it's like one of those cases like a lot of people just saw the headline and saw the photo and thought it was just like another, another just gesture instead of it was also the know. optics that it was Nancy Pelosi so oh, okay I could see that but yeah, I mean, I could. There's a, just a lot of going around instead of actually handling mm-hmm. the issue at hand. And I, and I don't work in government. I don't know exactly like how how I don't get why it takes so long and for things to happen. My guess is like because it's a big, I guess, machine. It takes things take longer. Yeah, exactly. Why it needs to be gutted from the inside. Mm-hmm. System's broken. Yep, I, I agree. It needs so to be gutted from the inside, and the you know the the candidates from the two bigger political parties are literally the system. Yeah. Joe Biden ain't mm-hmm. gonna change anything for nobody. At this point, it's like picking of the lesser of two evils, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, but who who knows what what he will expose or what he'll do or you or not do? Uh, there was an interesting comment that I read the other day. It, the question was. Do you think Trump made this country better? And the, the, the perspective was yes, because since he came to he he the silver lining was that it exposed all the bigots, the racists, it, all of them came out of the woodwork, and uh, now now it shows the true colors of Amer- America's moral compass. Yeah, but so what's it, happening to those racists and bigots though? Some of them are true. getting fired. Some of them are getting exalted. Most of them it, are getting exalted. But would it have been exposed with anyone else, though? That's the thing. Fair. Obama like, started. Because, with Obama, because, it started. They started to come out of the woodwork a little bit. Yeah, like now now they're like pounding their chest with pride about it. Now it's mm-hmm. like, okay, now we see like all practically black and white of like of that. But I don't know if, if people, if it were anyone else, people might have just skidded, played around in the gray area. And not be as upfront as they I mean, are yeah. The the now. the the very centrist that. point of view is that, you know, we were better off not having Trump as president because we were all just better off. They were they were you know the whole make racists afraid again takes on two meanings. Make racists afraid again to the point that they will be so afraid that they actually learn, or so afraid that they go back into Hi. hiding and you know kind of fold their little KKK robes and sheets and kind of pack it away it shows the whole like the cancer of america which is the racism yeah which is and and that if anything that's just like hiding it not really dealing with the the actual cancer itself just like just dealing with a symptom yeah It's, it's so deeply rooted it's you know there's this whole thing where it's like racism is so american that whether or not black lives matter is a political statement i don't know if it's actually a debate or if you post a lot of things on your social media in support of black lives matter it could affect your future employment i'm like well i wouldn't want to work for a company that would think me saying black lives matter is a controversial statement like with my That's... job now it was like pulling teeth to even like get this statement out now it has been four days this needs to be out now mm. I kind of had the idea to do like a pride post for 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 us. I had to p- 
pitch it in a way where it had a lot to do with patting ourselves on the back as opposed mm-hmm. to just, we just support you. We love you. So the angle was really important. We had to mention our names on there. We had to get our pictures in there. I mean, the pictures were cute. The pictures were adorable. But the 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 only – I showed you the video. Yeah. What was the most glaring, obvious thing in that whole video that just doesn't sit right if I showed it to somebody outside of this immediate area? I was the darkest person in that video. Okay, I was just thinking of that. I was the darkest person in that video, and I haven't seen Sun yet. <laughs> I mean, there were two other women that were actually Hispanic, but you couldn't tell because they were wearing face masks. They were next to kids. Mm. But no, I was the darkest person. I, I was like, I was practically the only person of color there. Yeah. yeah and yeah, that, that is sad. I mean, it's not that I'm the only person of color that works there. There are other people of color that work there. They were busy. Well, I can see the diff- the difficulty because your, air- your target demo in your area is... Very Not white. Exactly. Yeah. They're very white. Very centrist. And centrist. Centrist. Like, I thought they would be like, it's more conservative. The ones that come out of the woodwork to comment on our stuff are fairly centrist. To mm. you know, they claim to be a little progressive, but you know, show them a little, show them Lizzo, and they're like, "Ooh, what's that?" <laughs> show them Lizzo's butt. They're like, "Ooh," I'm like, Get, "Shut up! <laughs> it's just a butt." <laughs> No. Um, <laughs> or their inner like inner fantasies are just like ooh, ooh. <laughs> they're, they're outside they're ooh gross but yeah it's uh, yeah I had to angle it to the point that you know oh my god look at us we're being, we're being very inclusive oh my god look at us here's an Asian girl so they're just like it's almost like a, a check mark huh I mean when I was pitching it to marketing they were all for it. they were like yes totally i approve let's do it it sounds great what do you need from us do you need help with anything and then when i was personally reaching out to other staff members like hey we're doing this blah 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 they're like oh my god yes i'll send you a picture you know like give me like five minutes and the thing is with the copy in that's in the video it explained a little bit like the history of pride you know starting from stonewall and if you don't know, the Cliffs Notes is back in the old days before Emory and I were born <laughs> in what? 1969. I'm immortal, everyone. Oh, I've shut seen up. everything. Oh, I yeah? Were you there? Jesus. Yeah. Mm. I, no, I wasn't. I was actually hanging out with. What year was it? <laughs> I'm totally fucking no. up right now. It was in 1969. It was June 28, 1969. I mean, even before that, you know, the NYPD was raiding bars in New York City gay bars in New York City because they have this kind of quote-unquote morality thing where people should only dress as the sex that they are born. No cross-dressing. Oh, yeah, that, that, that argument. Yeah, don't be gay, basically. But yeah, but I remember seeing all this, like, these, just to add as a, an, another tangent, but like prior to the 80s, like a lot of the clothing back then was also very unisex. It was. And then the 80s, video games and industry kind oh. of changed everything or the toys too the boys blue girls mm-hmm. pink yeah anyways go ahead but yeah so well you know it was like no men in dresses basically and whatever and you know uh, one night in 1969 june 28th cops raided the stonewall inn um in the west village oh. and a group of people like black trans women actually no 
trans women of color because uh, Cynthia, <laughs> Cynthia Rivera and Marsha P. Johnson basically were like at the front of it. They were basically like, we've had enough. So they actually started to fight. So they mm. started to fight back. Rumor was bricks were thrown. And then some, some people were saying like, no, there wasn't a brick thrown, whatever. But anyway, let's just say bricks were thrown. And, you know, it started kind of a riot. It was a riot. The first Pride was a riot. Mm-hmm. And that kind of sparked, it kind of became like a catalyst for gay liberation in the United States. Mm-hmm. And then kind of snowballed worldwide. But mostly in the United States, June is, has been Pride Month because of that. And then a year later, they had the first Pride Parade, the first Pride March. And then, I mean, you know, through the years, it's grown and grown. And it's gotten a bit more corporate. I mean, to the younger ones, they enjoy the corporate the corporateness of it because you know it's fun glitter's being thrown especially before you know the darker times of like this era like with pulse Mm. shooting and and all that because like the year before that we were like celebrating gay marriage legalized in all 50 states and the following pride pulse so it was like you know you were like celebrating and then we're mourning and then you know Orang- the overgrown orangutan came into office and then it became more of a fight. It became more of a statement to be there. And then especially last Pride was the 50th anniversary of Pride. That's why I had to be there. Mm. Okay, so that's a brief history of Pride. So yeah. But yeah, so I was saying, you know, it's like the... Back to the video. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so when I was doing the video, I kind of like put in like a brief history of pride and then when i was talking about stonewall i was writing the word riot 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 but i'm like okay okay these people (laughs) when they hear riot they think you know i'm like all right fine i'll use the word uprising (laughs) uprising's a little friendlier uprising's a little bit more inspirational and then the the music i used like was a little like oh my god let's do it kumbaya (laughs) (laughs) And the thing is, I was going to ch- take, like, a lighter tone to it before. Like, I, was, I wasn't going to include any of that. I was going to include, like, a brief history of Pride and then nothing else. And then just blah, 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 blah. Like, here's a bunch of our staff wearing rainbow. Yeah. But I was like, no. Like, the, I, you know what, I'm just going to go out on a limb. And then I started including, you know, because, again, trans women of color were at the head of Stonewall. I mm. segued that into, you know... Black trans individuals are still at the highest risk for violence, especially from the police, like still up to now. When I made that video, the number was 16 in 2020 alone. Yesterday, it was 17. The number went up to 17. That's been reported. That's been reported. So there might have been a bunch of them that happened that no one's talked about, no one heard about. It's almost July, and there's already been... 17 trans people, black trans people that have been killed. 2019, it was 26. In the entire year of 2019, it was 26. Early in 2020, it's 17. We still have half of 2020 to go. So I like made it a point to put it on there. I'm like, should I really put death in there? You know what? I'm going to do it. And then I, you know, had a whole slide with all their names on there. And I submitted my first pass on it. And then I, a bunch of people sent in their pictures at the last second. And they were like, you know, because I was trying to keep it under a minute so I can post it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And they were like, can you maybe remove a couple slides? Like maybe the 
the one with the names and just put it on the on the caption. I'm like, no. Oh, hard really? pass. I was like, hard pass. No. Wow. No, I can put two photos in one slide. I am not taking that out. And then I think the the person that suggested that I think kind of was like, oh shit, I fucked up. She goes, I know they're all important. It's just, you know, there's some slides, you know, there's the text is too long and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, well, I'll shorten the text on the other ones. <laughs> like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Literally, that is the most important, like, part of that whole video. Yeah. That is the most important part of the whole video. You are not making me remove that. You are not making me shorten that. Yeah. I made sure you could read every single name on there and have an extra second per name to read it. Mm. And they were like, well, the pictures kind of just flash. I'm like, yeah, nobody cares about us. <laughs> and I made her picture flash the shortest because I'm petty. <laughs> yeah i was like looking at it and then and the thing is like the copy itself on the caption on the description they didn't have a say in because they just said oh video's good to go i was like okay oh shit i need to write a caption i just wrote whatever the fuck i wanted and just scheduled it and it went yeah. out and whatever <laughs> it went out <laughs> i mean i kept it as brand compliant as possible but i didn't want to skate around the issue i didn't want us to be you know this uh, like uh, the organization that's all for social responsibility we're just gonna skate around it yeah i mean what you're dealing with is, is just an example of like clients overthinking their social media mm-hmm. instead of just going 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 and you you know you know me i'm all for it. just fucking put it out just there. fucking do it yeah let the audience say if it's good or not yeah and if they don't like it fine we'll switch like, it up or tell them to fuck themselves like and and this is for everyone who's like I'm not trying to say quantity over quality, and I know there's people who like quality over quantity. I'm both. Like, make sure make it good enough, but don't overthink it to the point you become the bottleneck of your own progress. Mm-hmm. Or even be afraid to take a stand on what you know is right because you're afraid of the judgment of others. But you know, be in uh, Vision Paradox clearly took that stand, and the, Maxine helped me out with that and writing the copy because I, I wouldn't know what to say. To be honest, and I feel like Maxine has a stronger voice in these types of issues than I do. Uh, and then she wrote, wrote she wrote something amazing, and I put the designs together, and we put it out, and I think we did. And yeah, we're not gonna hesitate to share our points of view of it because I think as a brand or any com- company, it's like it's a living entity in a sense. It only it, it, if there's humans working in it, it's it's yeah. it's living and breathing. And then uh, there's nothing. I, I forgot what it was. I saw this commercial about these really successful this really successful marketing company and he said brands shouldn't be afraid to take a political stand yeah like to to make a stand like it and make and you know i know pepsi tried previously with (laughs) was it the kendall jenner yeah with her (laughs) and that failed miserably but Mm -hmm. i give them props because i remember because prior to them i think it was in the 60s 70s coca-cola did something similar yeah so but but, i think coca-cola did something similar but it was a little bit more accepted I guess, because gestures that wasn't... small were still acceptable and like, you know, we're like, oh, that's cool. But like in, you know, the 21st century, like, come on, Kendall Jenner. <laughs> yeah, especially with, especially her. That family. Like, they her exactly family. Have the best reputation. It's not, Maybe she some... has the cleanest out of every single one of them. Yeah, I don't know much about them, but like just considering public perception of them, I don't yeah. think they were probably the best way to go. Well, yeah, like, that's what happens like, when you're attached to that family. 
I don't know slash remember who was in that commercial, but I'm pretty sure it was literally just a bunch of like unknown actors in that Coca-Cola video and that Coca-Cola commercial and the pep in, in with Pepsi. I think they made the mistake of using someone with that big of a name. They could have mm. literally used like friggin' anyone, anyone like that girl from the AT&T commercials. And other updates. So we're going through a quote unquote second wave. <laughs> What's second wave? We never even uh, got through the and, first one. And, no. and Cirque du Soleil is filing for bankruptcy, cutting 3,500 jobs. That's a lot of my friends who work mm-hmm. in, in Cirque. Uh-huh. So oh, shit. It is, yeah, like a lot of... It's, it's hurt. Like this, it's, is, it, this is hurting performers in bars. Yeah, in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think we're going to be stuck in this throughout the whole year. Well, yeah, because people keep being dumb crazy. about it. Oh, my gosh. It's a... uh, one of our favorite bars in New York is closing... Oh, yeah. The way station. The way station. In Brooklyn. Good spot. <laughs> that, that, that place. It's, good. It's, it's gone now. It's the TARDIS. And I think, no. Uh, the TARDIS well, bathroom. Wasn't it like... The Stonewall Inn. <laughs> Going back to the Stonewall. There's a GoFundMe right now for their employees. I think they'll be able to take out a loan or a grant of some sort to keep the place open. Mm-hmm. They just want to be able to pay their employees while this is going on. So they started a GoFundMe. I've donated like $200 to it. Mm. There's another bar in New York called Alibi. It's one of the, also one of the kind of like iconic um, gay bars in New York City. Donated like $50 to that. There's a quote-unquote legendary gay bar in Bergen County, New Jersey called Club Feathers. Um, it's been around for a while. It looks super low-key. And they're going out of business, too. Shit. Yeah, I mean, fuck, dude. In New Jersey, they delayed opening... uh, They delayed reopening indoor dining because there was a couple of restaurants that basically ruined it for everybody. How so? I think they opened up indoor dining way too... Like, before they could even be like, yeah. And then some of them, like, while outdoor dining is, like, okay, some restaurants basically just had a teeny tiny outdoor space and just packed everybody in there oh man and they weren't reinforcing mat like face coverings and all that trying to make up that revenue i know and and that's the thing restaurants that are like all because two restaurants decided to violate rules where everybody's getting punished for it like that's not fair i'm like i get you but at the same time like what the fuck is he supposed to do like I'm, I'm, gra- I'm grateful that things are still doing, going well for us. And yeah, they did more layoffs at my job. They eliminated sure. a bunch of like key positions, positions that I didn't thought that I thought were like untouchable. And it turns oh, out, yeah, that me and out. it turns out, me knowing social media made me untouchable. Because <laughs> you're technically what like would be like new media, like you're like I am. Technically... Well, I am where most of the communication happens. I almost feel like your job should start a podcast. Why? Your job, your 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 day job, should start a podcast. I don't want to edit that. Oh yeah, that's the problem. Because <laughs> well, who's show gonna it. edit it? Me. That's true. They should hire us. You know, like the the other the other place. They don't even have money to pay me. Well, they have money to pay me, oh, but they don't have true. money to pay me more. That's true. They don't have money to pay me what I'm due. You think they have money to like pay the... a whole company? And no, yeah. they're not getting a discount. <laughs> I'm really curious to. I'd love for us to start a a texting thing like with the what, what was the community. About? 
Is that community. That's, that's yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, I, Joshua Weissman uh, does that. Phil DeFranco name. does that. I know, right? <laughs> Give me some room. Oh wait, we never talked about community. You finished. Oh, you fi- you finally finished right. it. Right. Okay. So we're gonna get. We're gonna step off the political stuff for a bit because I know for the past few ones <laughs> we're gonna make it a little fun again. Yeah. Uh, but I hope. We, but this is shit that needs to be talked about. Anyways, to community. Community. So thoughts, thoughts and prayers. Um. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers. So. <laughs> community was not what i was expecting i was expecting like traditional sitcom (laughs) from dan Harmon, really like i've never like i've never really seen dan Harmon's work in in that sense like of not even rick and morty that no i haven't i still haven't watched rick and morty okay so like but yeah he definitely broke the traditional way like i was expecting like um, a much more like a high budget i don't know friends how i met your mother like because it's an ensemble but definitely like blew my with like a straight man mind. and like two attractive women and yeah like a kind of like a what is it i was about to say interracial <laughs> that sounds like a i uh, mean troy and annie true yeah troy and annie for like troy and britta, troy troy and britta, britta. but troy and, but like troy and annie for like two seconds <laughs> Wait, what? I don't remember that at all. No, when they were when when Annie was dating Vaughn, and then Britta and Jeff were like, "Troy, go get Annie." <laughs> oh, that's right. When she had a crush on him. Yeah. In the beginning, yeah. So if you haven't watched Community, we'll go, go watch it. What the fuck we're, we're are you doing? Like, we're we're nerding out about, about it right now, but yeah, Community way above and beyond. I mm-hmm. would give it one out of ten just to lower you out of your, your lower your standards. Because I don't want to hide you guys. So. But, but in my personal opinion, 20 out of 10. Definitely, like, I, I, I fuck, we're going to go into, like, spoiler shit right now. I but, don't care. Like, a lot of the... show's been out since 2009. So, it's on Netflix. Yeah, that's true. So high concept. Like, the paintball oh, episodes. Please. The uh, fuck, like, everything. We just, that's like, what put them on the map, map. Like, like the mainstream map. Like, Every, everything just so I was like what the fuck is happening here how is it being a lot of this college it's like it's so good they're drinking it's so really, yeah and it's like they're building yeah. blanket forts and I think the Russo brothers directed majority of these yep so and again I really loved yeah. like the range that the show went it was just like oh hey we're just all friends like no here's an claymation show here's mm-hmm. an animated show fucking gi joe show here's a super serious dramatic show but like they're also very self-aware of the here's situation a, here's um here's a freaking law and order episode here's a yeah. and the the paint the two-parter paintball episode in season two it was like first part was western very spaghetti western and then yeah. And then the second one was Star Wars. Like they somehow went from Western oh, to Star yeah. Wars. I still, well, Star Wars I, is literally a Western in space. Oh, that's true. Kind <laughs> I of. Thought of it that way. Well, it's a space like, opera. I, I think my favorite concept was the floor is lava. Oh my god, uh, that, <laughs> that episode hurts. That's when Troy, Troy leaves, right? That episode hurts. Yeah, that was like, yeah. Oh, and you know, and speaking of that, it's you know, throwaway bits. Throwaway like bit like throwaway bits are never throwaway bits in this show. What does that um, mean? Throwaway bits. There's you know like random lines that like was funny that was said once, and then oh, you never yeah. realize it coming back like seasons later. Like season one, freaking Troy goes, "Why am I crying? Will I listen to Come Sail Away by Sticks again?" Season five, the floor is lava. Been <laughs> the Lava World episode. You know that was him leaving Greendale to go 
sail to go sail around the world in Pierce's boat, the Childish Tycoon, mm-hmm, with Lavar Burton. With Lavar Burton, first LeVar of all. Burton. And yeah, and then the song that was playing as he was leaving was "Come Sail Away by Sticks." It's yeah, a good, and, great show, you guys. And you know, and then there's the whole Beetlejuice thing. Yeah, I I did catch that a few times because it was like most of the time, most of the things I remember are like the visual stuff. Mm-hmm. So when it's like said, give like, it like it, another like, rewatch. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with rewatching. It sometimes feels like a new show because you're spotting new things. Mm. You're like spotting new things, and then like you know, when you know things from like season four or like five, and you go back to season two, and you're like, oh okay. Like there's that one episode, the only episode I ever hated. Um, with a passion was when they were dealing with these teenagers. Oh Schmitty. yeah, that was kind of a stupid episode. Was that was that during the the gas leaks? No, that was season one. Oh wow! Like you know, like it ended in a food fight, and then yeah. it had that like you know kind of like teen movie montage where it's like you know like what they were doing in the near future. Yeah. And like you know, with Britta finally owns an iPod. Like five years later, yeah. Or like two, oh no, no, in 2015, <laughs> um, finally owns an iPod Mini. 2015. And then and guess what? That. Pierce dies and gives. <laughs> That's funny. An iPod. And then what? I, what? My, oh, my other favorite episode was the fucking the pizza, the the dice oh, rolling. Oh well, that that was different timelines. That was like everybody's like favorite. Like that's the the remedial chaos theory. Yeah. Season three. Like, what? Think of the like, think I, of I, the I, many think of the many Harmon circles that had to happen. Yeah. Oh my God. It was like per timeline. Yeah. I was like, I, I stopped working just to watch that. Oh, you have to. You can't it's be like, doing anything watching that episode. There's so many details that, like, random throwaway details in, like, one timeline. And then you see it. And, you know, it's like, oh, there's an indication that Annie has a gun. But nothing happens. Yeah. And then the following, the following dice roll, there's no, like, you know, they don't show, oh, Annie has a gun. It's just her, her purse just falls and then shoots Pierce in the leg. Oh yeah, it did got super chaotic. <laughs> and that, that was, was the one where Troy on. leaves. Mm. <laughs> is, is there like theory about that? Like Troy leaves, everything falls apart. Yeah, that's darkest time. He's because later in that season, uh, Troy goes to the AC school. Like actually goes to the AC school, and uh, you know, Abed kind of goes into his own head, and then. Evil Abed makes an appearance, Abed, and yeah. Evil Abed tries to make an appearance. He's like, "Oh well, I made it to your timeline, so I'm gonna turn your prime timeline to darkest timeline because I'm here now. Um, so I'm gonna start with cutting Jeff's arm off because in the darkest timeline, Jeff only has one arm. Yeah. So and make it darker, and you know, he became Evil Abed for Britta's practice therapy session, and reverse psychologies her and because she's already a bad psychologist anyway (laughs) and she's you know basically she's like i think i'm gonna dye my hair blue she gets a blue streak that's she has a blue streak in the darkest timeline and i don't know he hasn't gotten to he he didn't get to to, to shirley yet because shirley was an alcoholic um, in the darkest timeline but yeah so troy is gone and evil abed makes an appearance to try to make everything the darkest timeline Mm. so it was like one of those when Troy's gone, it's gonna yeah, be bad. Goes to shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Dungeons and Dragons episode. Which those one? Those are great. Uh, I liked both of them. Mm-hmm. The what was it? The one with the father and the son I, I liked a lot. Oh, the second one. <laughs> because the deed was involved. <laughs> I will find you. 
<laughs> and he was like the fucking the inner monologue happening. He's just the next in this next room. I Fuck. hug my father. <laughs> and, and he dies. Yeah, I mean, if you're not, if you don't know what's happening, Sun Slayer. Watch, what? Watch the show. Super dope. It's on Netflix. Oh, the first Dungeons and Dun- Dungeons and Dragons episode is not on Netflix anymore. So watch that on Hulu. Community one was, was one of those shows that was affected by with every with everything that's happening. Cancer mm-hmm. culture being called out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. As much as I I think there's some good that's happening from cancer culture, I also, I also think it's gonna be it's like extra like it's going like it's affecting us. It's great that we're calling people. Even out. the Golden Girls got affected. Hello. But like. The most woke show in the world. Yeah, it's like, it, it's like. And the know, thing like, is, again, I've seen black people on Twitter going, "We didn't ask for this. That wasn't blackface. We know that was a mud mask." I think the ones that really bother me the most are the are the ones when people bring up the past, like from ten, tweets from ten years ago. For me, as someone who has personally experienced like being treated as if you're the same person as the past, no matter how much work you've done. It, mm-hmm. it can be frustrating because then it becomes it's a losing battle with like for like your why own try nor yeah it's like for your own like mental health it gets exhausting it's like i'm doing all the good but people only see the bad people are only calling out the bad they're not acknowledging the amount of good that i've done mm-hmm. and then people and then and then there's an infinite amount of people that are going to be mad about that you can only say create a, an apology video how many one times? too many times you can yeah, only like how many... do a um iphone notes app apology and post it on twitter yeah like it's, so many it's times one thing, you know you weren't the same person as you were in seventh grade or in high school or when you were in 20, your 20s people change mm-hmm. and and especially those who are actually taking action to do better and showing for it and have i'd say i guess the receipts and the results to show for it that that, that deserves to be acknowledged for all the bad that people call out people also need to call out out the good that the person has done yeah because it's like it's not fair to only see just the one side just because it's like it triggers you fair it's because it's like you know like my act like my i'm gonna say things like i have control what i say and that's all i can that's all i have control over i don't have control how a person gets triggered by it but you know as a person as the person they they get upset yes then it's my responsibility to acknowledge it and show that i've improved on it and but grown from it grown from it but then if it's so many people that just keeps calling you out on something that you already acknowledged it's like gets frustrating yeah so it's yeah i I think that's like my little (laughs) my frustration with cancel culture and digging up people's past when they when we clearly are not the same people 10 years Mm -hmm. ago yeah but like the only thing with the only you know one of the well you know everybody knows social media is kind of a double-edged sword just gotta know yeah. how to use it, and then if you say stupid shit in 2010 or 2008, it's gonna stay with you because some people are quicker to take screenshots. Yeah. Then you are but to delete I, your own shit. I think it it, ser- it serves its purpose in either in either way. Mm-hmm. Like it's good. It's both good and bad, so to speak, because we need it to hold people accountable. Mm-hmm. So back to community. <laughs> uh, speaking of good shows, we haven't watched Riverdale yet. <laughs> <laughs> as I'm wearing my Southside Serpents t-shirt. I, I, I do love the Avatar Renaissance we're what we're experiencing right now. Oh, thank God. Avatar, oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, Here's the thing. Okay, I'm gonna go back and Avatar: onto... The Last Airbender, not the 2000. I forgot what movie. Not the James Cameron movie. Oh, there's but, gonna be a second one. So, yeah, it's taking forever. Right. But, well, you know, he's it's gonna get he's even more to... delayed. 
Yeah, um, but I think I feel like he's just it. trying to he's he's trying to like push the technology the bounds of technology. It might be a VR movie. Of course he is. Okay, so someone posted this on their Facebook. Zuko becomes a conspirator in the fight of liberation for others. Like, so whether you're an ally or a co-conspirator. So he didn't just, um, so it goes, Zuko learned that he was benefiting from an oppressive system when he decided he wanted to help nobody trusted him. But he did the work anyway. It was hard and thankless work. Zuko learned that his own liberation was bound with others. He had to go against mm. his family and friends in order to do what was right. And together they were able to dismantle the system of oppression. Those of you guys who like Avatar, I strongly recommend you guys watch I need Dragon to fi- Prince. I need, to, I need to finish that. So, Did you watch Dragon Prince? I started. I think I ended up in like episode two. And then it got really late. And I'm like, all right, I have to go to bed. Oh, yeah. Oh, enjoy the Sako reference. <laughs> I know. And like, yeah, I just like, heard the voice. I'm like, <laughs> and it's a similar character. That's why I love mm-hmm. it. It's like they, they decided to make a show just about Sokka. But not Sokka. A, but not Sokka. <laughs> <laughs> it's like with, and I think it was like with Legend of Korra, they just paced everything so fast. I think we were talking about it because Avatar, The Last Airbender, the original, was basically, they were set for three seasons. They were set for the three seasons, so they were able to pace out the storyline within those three seasons. With yeah. Legend of Korra, it was per season. They were basically like, are we going to get renewed? Are we going to get renewed? So they were trying to tie, You were they were trying to tie loose ends within one season. And it's too short. Like, yeah. that big of a story is too short with that many, like, branches and all that. Because then, like, you know, like, Korra's doing one thing, and then she has to do another thing, and then she has to do another thing. And then, oh, look, a love interest. Oh, maybe not. Now they're friends. Now she's with the brother. No, wait, no, she's not. And now he's with Korra. Now he's with the other one. Like, season one was great. It was, like, a good intro. But, again, but because... so much potential for it. But because they weren't able to flesh out a story within the span of four seasons, or three, even, they had to basically have like each season finale had to be a finale yeah it was just what happened in community by season three every single by season three every single season finale felt like a finale finale oh yeah that's when i saw that i'm like when i saw the season the the six seasons in a movie yeah like i saw the like the little montage at the end i was like Mm -hmm. that feels like an ending and then you then then you get hit when season season four four happens and then i'm like oh that's, it's terrible <laughs> oh this is terrible and then season five happens you're like oh thank god he's back yeah and it's interesting like the, the like they go from students to practically administrators right Am yeah right? well annie like, annie was like still a technically com- a student a, a committee committee yeah and annie they, was they, technically a student but also running the, stu- the school because let's face it she's the only one with brains around there <laughs> yeah they they really leaned in on like you know it was just a use <laughs> You just go there for the paper. I mean, most schools are. That's true. I just, some... I saw, I saw, I commented on that on my friends. Uh, uh, she got her diploma today. It's like I got this in the mail. How much <laughs> did you pay the, for that piece of paper? And then I said, I think because it, it was Wait. like you know it was anticlimactic. Yeah, yeah, she got it. She didn't get to walk. So I was like, oh, it's like anticlimactic, like going to college. <laughs> <laughs> See, you know what? You can't talk. You have a degree. I know. You have a bachelor's degree. You shut the fuck up. But I also graduated in the middle of a recession. So I can relate. So like you I can I, kind of I, relate, but you actually got to graduate, graduate. That's true. I didn't I did not graduate in the middle middle of a pandemic. Yeah. I I graduated in the middle of a recession uh, and 
thank God I got hired. Yeah. You know, because of my charm and my lovable personality. <laughs> would your day job hire me? Do you think they would? No. You sure? Yeah, they would, actually. You have a degree. I have a degree? Mm-hmm. It's, it's because it's 98 degrees, huh? <laughs> True to your heart. Bring your own computer. You don't want to use those computers. Oof. Oh my god, yeah. I, I I was literally just trying to put before everything was closing, I was literally just trying to put subtitles on those video on like videos I was working on. And that even took forever to like render. I'm like, but Oh but, no. <laughs> but You just reminded me like when I used to when I've had to work in a house in a couple places because I needed money to pay rent and at the same time somehow pay people pay vp people <laughs> you, got, you got to do what you got to do like yeah. in terms of building your business uh, by the way if you guys are seeing like these facebook ads or youtube ads of like people telling you to do amazon fba or if you're zero, zero to six figures in six months don't do it those are scams do not do it these are fake gurus if you want to learn more about them just going to give a sh- this guy a shout out go to coffeezilla yeah there's no control of like of these how these online make money type of the get rich quick stuff yeah type of content because there's a lot of out there saying like oh i'll show you how to make money on amazon fba or how to be a uh, an influencer and high, high, high ticket <laughs> closer like and a lot of people and i've here get scammed out of a lot of money and people yeah. and generally the people who are trying to in a rough spot end up putting like their savings mm-hmm. trying to use that hope and with the hopes of making six figures in six yeah. months so that's a i'm just giving you guys a, a warning because like i i i i kind of think myself of that like where i had high hopes of when i started my business i'd be making a fuck ton of money like six months but then and then i was introduced to gary v into the reality of building a business that it takes a lot of work to maintain it to build it mm-hmm. uh and if a lot of hustle and, and yeah and to get clients mm-hmm. and to and to create a a, a a super successful online course i would also have to be spending a shit ton of like fucking ads and to get people to convert and then even then my niche is dance not everyone's trying to look for dance but people are always looking you know the common spaces you'll find are food like health mm-hmm. you'll be a lot of scammers there uh wealth there's way and too many scammers there. there a lot of scammers there so that's why and i forgot what the other one but those are the t- common ones you'll see a lot of people trying to give you quick quote-unquote results for it and probably have some fake results. It's easy to fake credentials in social proof nowadays. Yeah. So just giving you guys like long, long rant on that, and this podcast is all over the place today, but we don't give a fuck. We hope mm. we, <laughs> we hope. We didn't think this was going to happen. Yeah. We're glad we can, just, we can just like talk to each other and talk to you guys. But uh, yeah, anyways, back to working in-house. I cringed whenever I had to work in front of a, work on an Apple or a Mac. <laughs> whatever it is called because it's like my compute my workstation at home will shit on like most workstations i go to so and i have my hotkeys i have all everything i need it doesn't even have to be a mac it can, it can be a pc but it's not set up like yours yeah if it's not set like, up like, like yours it's completely like ugh. like i have a specific workflow like i think and i think that's one one thing that not a lot of i guess employees understand especially i guess with me i I guess freelancing some as stuff. a freelancer, like they would like, they think w- 
for them it makes sense a to, computer is a computer that, yeah for them it makes sense to for me to be there or mm-hmm. vision, anyone from vision paradox to be there because then they can talk and shoot you know like no no you're fucking you you only want to talk because you want to fucking stroke your ego and get your ideas validated whatever but that fucks up my workflow and then i'm not because now i'm like have to talk to them interruptions are more or more frequent and my workflow is kind of like Cut. No, I did, I mean, like I did, even I, like here i'm like i'm working from home and like i'm working with <laughs> my baby <laughs> and as opposed to the um how old is she? Huh? what's her name her name her name is eva <laughs> if you know you know <laughs> eva all right so you said oh yeah so i mean i've been working with this for you know the last months i don't what's time like since march it's basically the middle of march and i've been vocal about like you know saying like i have done some of my best work which is not that good (laughs) okay it's pretty good i have done some (laughs) of like my better work here with my computer at the quickest i've ever done anything with the least amount of stress which is saying something because i'm always stressed um like here when i'm over there i am way more stressed because those computers are hella slow and fucking up with my workflow (laughs) there's the thing i never had a work i never had a workflow while i was over there like working in-house because like you know like just whatever i'm like slave to whatever how fast the computer decides to want to move and like you know my like my hours my set hours there but like here i mean i still have my set hours but i'm here my computer is like a beast monster my computer is a Gila beast so yeah i want like <laughs> so i'm just like you know like and i'm comfortable <laughs> I can literally eat in front of my desk. I can literally just like sit here without pants on and just keep working. Wear pajamas. I mean, that's essentially my work. My work. Yeah, you see me. I go to meetings PJs. in pajamas in my in sweats. Yeah. <laughs> PJs, a t-shirt. I literally showed up to this meeting like at the like for for like our call, and I'm just like literally just in like a t-shirt. And I'm wearing pajama pants because <laughs> I moved my stuff around, and the AC, the one AC vent in my room is now right under my desk. Oh, smart. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm cold now. <laughs> so I'm just like, I was like, wow. And I'm literally like, my hair is just like, sometimes my hair is a mess. Sometimes I like try to brush my hair. But like today it was just like, I just slapped it into like random like buns and they didn't even give a shit. Cause I mean, if it's just us like in marketing, I don't care. But when we have, like, the bigger meetings with, like, the higher-ups and all that, I slap some blush on my face. <laughs> and, like, I put a real sweater on. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I like, hi, I kind of give a shit. <laughs> Man, I, I, my, my level of giving a shit for meetings <laughs> is so low. You and see I mean, me. And I mean, like, our, I, I go and to our meetings, meetings and... with... Oh, like physical meetings? My, you see me. You see me go to meetings like I'm In going to a pants. rehearsal. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, I'm going to go to a meeting. I'm like, where? I don't do that many physical meetings now, obviously. But obvious. Like, even, even then, I was like, I would just go like 
Oh, rehearsal closed. Go. Mm. I mean, we had that meeting like back in 2018 with the people whose T-shirt you're wearing, uh, and literally, I was like, "What? Short shorts?" <laughs> I was literally wearing short shorts, and Gabby was there, and Gabby was like, look, "Gabby looked really nice, like her little button down," and I'm just like, "Okay." Yeah, I, I mean, I feel. I think I'm taking. I, I took it as a page from Gary V's approach because he fucking just wears shirt and jeans going to everything and like as a ceo yeah for every meeting and I, and for me that just struck into my mind it's like because people will have this thing like you have to look the part like dress like how you want to look for the job mm-hmm. and now he, but, he wears t-shirts with his phone number in it yeah so <laughs> yeah that's true so like for me i guess i'm dressing for wanting to work out <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like, I think after 2000, after my first trip out there in 2018, I came back here and I literally wore like before this. You've seen me like where I will wear heels, dresses. Yeah, I, like, I, I had, I always had to be in heels. I always had to be in a dress or like a nice skirts, sweater, though. a skirt, mm. tights, and everything. And then I came mm. back from. Shut up. <laughs> and I came back from <laughs> harassment. I'm kidding. <laughs> when and then I, I came. You. And then I came back from LA and I came back from like visiting you and then literally sweatpants, sneakers, beanies. And then everyone's like, what's going on with you, man? I'm like, eh, you know, I'm back. <laughs> Cause that was me. That was me. That was the, this is the real me. The, the boot wearing one. I don't know who the fuck she is. Uh, how come? Yeah. Um, extra um, bitch. How come you were doing, like, how long were you doing dresses for? Like dressing up? I guess, well, I mean, I started doing marketing there because when I was doing just, like, the front desk stuff, obviously I didn't give a shit. I didn't try. I was wearing jeans and whatever the T-shirt was with the logo on it. So let's say I started 2014 or 15 or 16, one of those. I can't keep track anymore. I was like, oh, I get to work in a different department, and I technically get to work in some sort of office. And I was like, you know, I was I was excited to be able to work in the field that I t- technically went to school for. So I guess I started doing that. And then I think more people took me seriously. Mm-hmm. And I associated it with because I wore that. And like uh. the CEO was noticing me like, you know, I was like, I was like, she literally remembered my name. Uh, so it was like very much like the positive reinforcement. Yeah. Kind of, it was like, oh, OK. And then, and this is before you and I reconnected, so I was trying to move up on there. But yeah, like I, like I, I started like dressing up that way, and then also I kind of, I kind of ended up liking it. Like it was like fun for me. Like I get dressed up, like I don't have to wear like, you know, I don't, I don't have to look like shit. <laughs> like the best dress in the room. Yeah. Kind of deal. I like that. Yeah. And then also, I mean, this is already like you and I already reconnected at that time, but there was one. There, there was like a. Uh, banquet that I didn't want to go to I was invited to it as like a staff donor or whatever but I didn't go but they were like oh we need you to do a photo assignment it's at the banquet that you were invited to I was like fuck fine so (laughs) I dressed up I was both working and also as I was there because I was invited because I was a donor a significant donor (laughs) staff donor and well, you're my significant other. Ooh. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> so I was there and like I, you know, like I wore this like dress that like nobody else was wearing. And 
like I was there, I was taking photos of like, you know, board members, important people, blah, blah, blah. And then I literally, the CEO personally introduced me to like literally 10 of the board members. She was like, and you know, she was like, oh, you might've seen her at the Welcome Center, but this is Maxine. She's, you know, she's, she's, you know, whatever, whatever staff donors, like, you know, parts of her paycheck gets donated every, like, you know, every paycheck. She's done this for years and blah, blah, blah. Right now she's, she's invited here as a guest, but she's also been kind enough to take everybody's photos, blah, blah, blah. She's talking me up and the board, the, the board member's wife was like, you know, that's a really cool, that's a really cool outfit, blah, blah. She goes, oh, you know, she's our, she's our resident fashion. <laughs> I haven't worn a dress to work in so long, Diane. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, she's now gonna you're... expect. She's gonna expect me to be wearing. This woman's gonna expect me to start wearing dresses again, and she's gonna see me in like sweatpants. <laughs> now you're you're just like ABG fashion now. <laughs> I mean, that's still fashion. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, whatever. And you know, people. <laughs> and then I think when I stopped wearing heels to work, they were like, "I never realized you were short." I was like, "I've been short." <laughs> Even though I wear heels, I'm short. They're like, I know, but now that you're wearing flats, you tiny. She was like, oh, I will fight you. They were like, yeah, you will. I'm like, cause um, I have this coworker. He, you know, he well, he used to work there. He's like six, two, six, three, mm-hmm. big Italian dude, beard. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, and um, there's me, but like, and you know, like. He and I were the only ones that, like, would really, like, literally sit there and tell people no just because they deserve it. And it's like, you know, they, they'll come to me because I'm the short one. And they expect you to be like, they expect me to, they expect me to just roll over. And then they come to the other one. I'm like, oh, he might be nice because if the short one is mean, maybe the big one's not mean. He's <laughs> a little nicer, but still no. <laughs> It's funny, the, yeah, the how perception. And it's like, did you want the bulldog, or did did you like, did you want the pit bull, or did you want the chihuahua? I was about to say the chihuahua. <laughs> and like, yeah. I mean, I'll shake. I shake because I drink too much caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> you want some of this bitch? <laughs> uh, you don't see, but I was actually shaking. Right <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, do you want the pit bull with the sometimes floppy ears, <laughs> but has a bite, or do you want the chihuahua that just wants to bite? That was never. I had a, I had a chihuahua. He never barked at anyone. He was just always scared and wanted to be loved. Aww. He just wanted. He he was like, because he was an abused dog. Oh uh, well. My brother found He's... him. Uh, so he was like, whenever. What was his name? Like, his name was Taco. Dog. Y'all racist. He... <laughs> 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 so and then I didn't name him. So did he actually look like the Taco Bell Chihuahua? Yeah, he did. Okay, <laughs> and, but he was just like, like he would be shivering and he'd be like bow his head down for oh. for some pets. Yeah, that dog died in my arms. Wow, <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing, but it's like, I think it's my my defense mechanism to of hard dealing with hard stuff. But dead in my arms. That that was the first time I saw like oh, things really like get released. And my mom and I were trying to like get get him to the vet as fast as possible but then gone i think my mom's other dog recently passed away as well her name was daisy 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 as much as daisy was a bitch to me she, she, she daisy up... loved me <laughs> daisy loved she, me and she's she only it. for like two seconds and she, it's probably because of 
I don't it's because I'm a girl. <laughs> it's probably probably <laughs> living by myself. You need a dog. Has really like made me open up. Like, oh man, it's kind of lonely living by myself. <laughs> Maybe you need a dog. Yeah, I could see like, the the value of having a dog of like something perpetually loving you, no matter. Oh, yeah, how especially dogs. Yeah, and dogs don't care. Cats, on the other hand. Yeah, <laughs> or like having like the the human interaction and the social interaction. I see how that's super important. I think one that that was one of the actual concerns going into the whole quarantine thing of people who live on their own. The they worried about suicide rates going up as well. Yeah. So, I am you know I'm okay living being by myself mm-hmm. and I have vaccine. I have a, have, I have a, a have, support system. I have a couple of friends that live on their own that like just started living on their own, and I think like through the first month of it, I was constantly like, hey, 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 just to like see how they're doing. Yeah. Alive, yeah. alive, alive, alive. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, like when like, I'm here, when I, like when Max is working and I'm I'm working here, I'm just like I I'm literally not talking to anyone. Mm. I'm by myself in my room, but I'm for me, I mean, like my I've created a world that kind of cultivates my creativity and kind of what I like. So I think that's what's benefiting me. Like, but mm-hmm. the actual hugs, like that warmth of a hug is like i'm not gonna lie it's amazing and i think i forgot how often because i was talking about it with uh, when i was doing a, a check-in meeting with one of the temper tantrum members they said we need at least like nine hugs a day or something like that mm-hmm. and then an equality hug is about 20 seconds 20 seconds yeah so those are good hugs so when i get to hang out with jordan and he's still young and all he's the still hugs open for hugs he get, he <laughs> well he still the, wants to hug you well he still wants to hug me yeah i take advantage of hugs and <laughs> making sure that he understands that the we care for him as a dad mm-hmm. but he will lose to me and that men hug game competitor that man and hug. that men hug that men hug yes i that's one thing I, as i grew older with my friends from high school that we got way more comfortable hugging each other mm-hmm. in high school like ninth grade and all that like it was so weird like 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 it would you you know the whole thing was like, yo are you are you gay dude, but then so stupid. Well, then why can girls I, hug? Are you lesbian? No, nobody gets hurt. Like, like we don't get told that. Because I, I think I think because our view is like oh they're like they're more we're more in touch with our feelings. Yes, oh, that's, and then I think it was us going through all these church retreats and going through like yeah going through these church, church retreats <laughs> and we had to be like I think we shared this previously. Yeah. <laughs> in a podcast but like being vulnerable it allowed mm-hmm. us to be to empathize and be i guess be okay with hugging and then we're like we're still close friends to this day mm-hmm. and i think it's and I, I think that's one thing i appreciate about the the younger generation as well is that yeah. they're they're way more i'd say at least from what i've seen they're way more understanding and empathetic like some of my favorite stories i think last year that was coming out was I guess straight dudes asking their gay friend to the homecoming dance. Yeah. And that back then for me in high school that, that would have been like of. that yeah. would have been like oh you're, you your your high school a, career is gone. Yeah, like you'd be like ostracized. Things like that make me and I am hopeful about humanity, but I just think there's a lot of resistance to change mm-hmm. right now. So yeah. much resistance. So so but you know the the stronger the resistance the stronger we get. You know, is this an exercise like, thing? This is an exercise metaphor. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. 
What is this, TRX? <laughs> but it kind of makes sense, you know, like the, hard, know. the heavier load. So that's I why know. I'm like... And I just found some resistance bands. <laughs> so like that... <laughs> that's why I'm like, okay, like I have so much... I'm very optimistic, but at the same time, man, this is gonna, this might get uglier before yeah. it gets better. And then like, you know, when, when we were like kids or whatever, like coming from the point of view of a girl, like, yeah, it's totally okay for me to hug another girl and no one's going to question my sexuality even though <laughs> if i'm trying to hug a girl i'm probably trying to get something i'm kidding oh is that why you hugged me because you're a girl my pretty girl my pretty girl <laughs> pretty pretty I girl with, I, have i sent you the picture when i was when i yeah went. you told me yeah you sent me the picture of you in drag <laughs> drag quotation marks. that was really bad <laughs> that wasn't that was like literally cross-dressing <laughs> yeah more that yeah <laughs> more, i didn't talk or anything yeah so. you didn't do anything <laughs> put a wig Sorry, on but yeah like you know you know no one would question my sexuality if i were to hug a girl if i were to hug a dude and it's like oh are you guys a thing or you know it's oh like, yeah if, it, if it's like if it's if it's family it's like who's that what's that and then i have to be like oh he's gay <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Can I just hug a friend? Like, dude, get out. And then, like, when my junior prom, this was in the Philippines, I went stag, but a friend of mine took a date. It was this gay dude. And obviously, we had so much fun with him because he was fun. And I think there was, like, you know, my friend was like, all right, well, you're at prom, so that's one girly thing you did. Here's another girl thing for you to do. Go slow dance. I'm like, with who? And it was like, oh, slow dance with my date. I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> so I slow dance with this other person. No, like I did thing. Like we weren't like hugging close, but like it was just like, meh. And I also I think the, the teachers knew. The <laughs> teachers knew he was gay. So they didn't give a shit. <laughs> teachers knew he was gay. So like, oh, she's not going to. They're not going to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> They both like the same thing. I'm like, hey, that's what you think. <laughs> Plot twist. Plot twist. I'm gay. And then, like, it was hilarious, too, because, like, the the lesbians, the more butch ones, obviously went stag. The not-so-butch ones went with, like, their friends that they grew up with. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think it's because their parents were like, go with him. Because I think their parents were trying to be like, do something straight. (laughs) I'm like, take a boy to the prom. I'm like, leave them alone. Yeah, Yeah, I was asked that recently, not recently, but in uh, my friend's birthday Zoom Mm -hmm. hangout. Mm -hmm. To prom. (laughs) I'm going to go to prom. Um, They asked, like, how would I feel if I found out if, if Jordan came out as gay? And I was like, I don't give a fuck. Dude, okay. <laughs> he's gonna like, be—he's okay. gonna be who he is. Be like, safe either I, way. Like I, yeah, I gotta teach him about protection. Be safe. You know, be smart. Protection. And then, uh, but ultimately, like my goal as a parent, like two goals is like, yeah, hopefully that he's happy. To raise a and, good child. Yeah, like and like you know that goes through like a lot of building of self-esteem and whatnot, and hopefully teach him tr- tools that happiness isn't external but like is a choice. Mm-hmm. and that he's a good person that he knows that his actions have consequences on other people mm-hmm. uh, on himself uh, and that you know he's not ultimately an, an asshole and that's narcissistic <laughs> so those are those are the things that matter to me that he can find happiness like through his choices like yeah. through his gra- through gratitude and all that stuff so like that's that matters to me more than 
his sexual orientation, his fucking grades. I know his mom cares. I mean, grades, you know, they're going to help in progression in terms of... In well, with how sex. the education system is set up, his grades are going to play a big... Like, his grades might end up playing a big role because there's a lot... Well, maybe not these days anymore, but when we were kids... Oh, that like was grades, the game. It was, was a game. numbers game, like... And, you know, I was one of those... I was one of the, I was one of the big players. I was one of those... Straight A's people. I was so straight A's. Even my breasts were straight A's. <laughs> Till now. But I'm like... So, no, my, my, gross. I fucked up my punchline. <laughs> I fucked up my punchline. Yeah. Shit. Nope, it's gone. It's dead. The moment's gone. But yeah, I was one of those. I was like, you know... And <laughs> going back to community where um, Jeff goes, you know, like a C is passing. Like, you know, like C's get degrees or whatever the fuck. Doesn't matter what you get. And, you know, she goes... That's what they tell. That's what they tell dumb people when they get fitted for work boots. Oh yeah, that was. Uh, that used sav- to be me. That was savage, man. I'm I, like, fuck. I was like, <laughs> relatable, relatable, because uh, you know, that's what I thought it was. Like I thought if you were smart, you can do anything. Hmm. I think. Like nothing mattered. Like can't dance, doesn't matter. Still smart. Can't draw, doesn't matter. Still smart. I was can't I sing doesn't matter still smart around around high school I was trying to surround my figure out a way to I was just trying Black. to survive those classes because mm. I cared more about the, the 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 creative shit which was the dancing and at the, the same time I was doing uh, doing digital or what is it? I forgot what it was called but it was digital media in at my school like not digital but I was doing a lot of video editing and learning how mm-hmm. to do I was like I was like the only I was the second kid in my high school to start learning 3D Studio Max and working in Premiere. Mm. Uh, and I was really trying to focus more on that because I just, I knew, I by, I think, by 10th grade, I knew I was going to go to animation. But one of my favorite quotes is like, you know, in order to know where you're going, you need to know where you've been. Mm-hmm. So it's like, cool. You know, that kind of applies to what's happening right now. So I mean, yes. As a whole, we're kind of, the, we're, we're, we're kind failing. of fucked. I, I'm doing my part and what I think will help in, I guess, the quote-unquote right side of history based because I've seen what history has shown and how, it, how we get out of it alive. It's almost like people don't know it or completely disregarding it mm-hmm. and are hoping that, I don't even know, it's almost like they don't know it, they don't know it exists. Or because we live in the 21st century, you know, it's different whatever it's not there's just more <laughs> like, computers and phones yeah. and there's this one meme i saw like the people who went through the first world war who were born at that time also went through the world world war Two. also went through the vietnam war mm-hmm. and had they didn't have the luxuries that we have now yeah so it's like man and then people complaining about stupid shit like wearing a fucking mask yeah it's like you don't have to like abandon your country wasn't destroyed in the middle of a world war mm-hmm. that's uh yeah, hold on. Let me let me end this the way we ended the last few ones. I'm gonna look at some dates. Okay, cool. For some for voting. Mhm. Okay. Okay. July seventh, Delaware. Also July seventh, New Jersey. So we're doing mail-in. We're doing mail-in ballots. So. You should have gotten it by now. If you haven't, make some fucking noise. Because mm. I made a stink about it on Twitter. 
July 11th, Louisiana. July 14th, Alabama. Also July 14th, Maine and Texas. August 4th, Arizona, Kansas, Michigan, Missouri, Washington. Oh, wait, no, they're not happening. They're not happening. No, it's not. Oh, yeah, no, they're happening. August 6th, Tennessee. August 8th, Hawaii. August 11th, Connecticut. Georgia, Minnesota, South Dakota, Vermont, Wisconsin. August 18th, Alaska, Florida, Wyoming, Oklahoma. September 1st, Massachusetts. September 8th, New Hampshire, Rhode Island. September 15th, Delaware, for your state primary. November 3rd, Louisiana. Yeah, I think I got them all. There are probably some dates happening, but yeah, do those anyway. So go vote, do your part, whether you're left, right, middle, middle finger, hell, heaven, whatever. Go vote, cast your voice, shoot your shot, DM that I'm girl, not away DM my that man. Shot. <laughs> Watch Hamilton, because it's out today, even though we filmed this on a Monday. <laughs> uh, that's it. Is there anything else? That's it. Oh, if that went on a date. That's the next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Tune in for the next episode of Awkward Tea Party where we might be interrogating a bit on her date. Uh, But I hope you guys enjoyed this very all over the place episode. Uh, We're just glad that we made it work either way and we just said go with it. I appreciate you guys. If you made it this far, we love you guys. We appreciate it. Stay safe. Double bag it. Uh, Never use your nails when opening a condom. And we will see you guys People do that. in the next episode. <laughs> no. I just said that. <laughs> wash your hands. All right, wash your hands. Um, okay. Also, ex- oh, okay. expose your local racist and punch your local Nazi. Goodbye. Right. Okay, Goodbye. Okay, Go, Noelle. <laughs>